Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And together we are Family Plot. That worked. That was nice. How is everybody today? Uh, other than you just finished watching what season uh, or campaign, uh, campaign two, two of Critical Role, of Critical Role, and so you were just bawling your eyes out like three minutes three minutes ago. You don't gotta call me out on it like hey, that. Uh, let's not call mom out on the show. <laughs> I'm also doing all right. Well, I was just about to ask you. You didn't have to just jump in like that. Hey, Maybe... uh, this is my show, too. I get to jump in whenever I want. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> she is being super sassy tonight. Hey, you know what? I like her super sassy. That's it's true. okay. It's okay. I bet she, they miss me being she, sassy, too. She, get, she comes by it honestly. She gets it from you. Well, you know. We'll get it sure. from both of them. We'll, we'll go with that answer for now. Pretty sure I get it from both of them. So welcome to the show. Thanks for listening right off the bat. If you would like to help us out, uh, biggest way you can do that is Patreon. There's uh, three different groups. There's Team Podcast, Team Bunny, Team Spa Day. Uh, there's four different levels. I want to say one, three, five, and ten. It's a monthly donation. It, 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 every little bit helps. If you can't do something monthly, hey, no ache. Gotcha. Uh, you can definitely hit our buy me a coffee. That's a one-time thing. Every little bit helps. And if you can't do that, which again, we're not going to judge you. We've, we've spent most of our time together having very little money. Uh, it, if you enjoy the show, share it on social media. If you don't enjoy the show, keep, keep it, it to yourself. Gosh, I love you too. So, what are we doing tonight? Well, tonight we go back to the late 19th century and the building of the Winchester Mystery House. We discuss who built it, why it was worked up on up to the moment of her death, 
the known hauntings, and so much more on this spooky edition of the Family Plot Podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. But before we get into that, it seems like we should have something here. Christmas facts, maybe? I was go Okay, yeah, Christmas facts. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Back Corner. If you have not already known, but I tell you in the beginning of every show. So let's relax and get your hot cocoa like me and dad are doing. Unfortunately, mom doesn't have any, but I don't think she likes hot cocoa as much as we do. So just just relax, sit back. <laughs> let's talk about our facts today. And today's facts are about weasels. Darn okay. weasels. Darn weasels. As almost everybody says when they find out what the weasels have done. <laughs> weren't weren't the bad guys in um, Roger Rabbit weasels? They were darn weasels. One of them was voiced by Lenny, I think. Uh, Lenny, I don't know. <laughs> Interesting. Anyway, there was a show many, many, many years ago called Laverne and Shirley, and there were two show. two guys on that show. Lenny and Squiggy. Lenny and Squiggy, and I, I want to say Lenny did the voice for one of the the guy who played Lenny did the voice for one of the weasels. Okay, you done stealing my spotlight? Yes, I'm done. Speed steal. I'm not trying to. I wanted to steal your spotlight. You just cut off your microphone. Yeah, or I just unplug it. Mm. He has plans. Even this is disrespectful. I feel disrespected. Disrespected. I'm done talking. Just say your facts. Okay. Today's facts are from countrylife.co.uk. Don't question me. I try. We're not. I'm not questioning you. The people who made this was literally Country Life. So, we appreciate you, Country Life. Don't let anybody get you down. Okay. Although, I will point out that Country Life in England, very different than Country Life in the U.S. (laughs) Again. Yes, and just helping. Okay. So, fact number one. Hmm. Fact number one. They are ruthless killers. They're a sneaky, a sneaky, villainous repu- reputation has seen them as seen them typecast, perhaps unfairly, as sneaky. Malevolent. 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 And bloodthirsty killers. Think of the weasels in Wind in the Willows, for the, for example. Or the connotation of Shakespearean fa- phrase, weasel words. But the manner in which they dispatch their prey doesn't exactly help their cause. Like big cats, weasels kill their victims with a bite, with a bite to the base of the skull, and then feast on their contents. Mouse brain is their favorite food. Nice. Gross. Well, that hit. I don't want to eat brains ever. Especially not mice brains. Really? 
You don't get knowledge from that. You just get a gross flavor in your mouth. Fair enough. I didn't go to the French club's, like, final thing because they were going to serve brains and black butter. And no, I didn't want to get brains. That sounds gross. Gross. French dish. Apparently, it's all the rage. Yeah, no. Yeah, 80s. We were crazy. I guess so. Okay. Next fact. This is fact number two, correct? Two. Thus. Duh. No, French for number two is duh. Duh. Um, duh. Duh. Uh, duh. 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 I did take four years of high school French. I remember some of it. Yeah, I was saying the Spanish version. I know. Okay. You were saying? Okay. Fact number two. Mm. Or it's all the other numbers that we've talked about. Two. Um, they change color throughout the year. The weasel, also known as variously long, variously as longmouth, metric, or rizzle. Rizzle? No, don't have any idea, my child. Is like a smaller edition of its cousin, the stoat. But with a shorter tail that sports no black tip. Okay. With a belly of chestnut brown and a pale belly. With a back of chestnut brown and a pale belly. Sorry about that. Nice. It's it's also a turned coat like the stoat with a pillage. Let me see. This one. Pillage. Pillage that becomes ermine ermine white during winter. Wow. Wow. That's impressive. That's number three. Folks, it's fact number three already. I don't understand. Okay. They're not afraid to pick a side to pick on a prey of their own size or bigger. Their shape is ideally suited to pursuit the the to the pursuit of wood mice and blank voles down their down their tunnels and bank voles. Sorry. But they won't stop there. They'll happily take ra- rabbits, take rabbits twice their own size, and will happily raid a hen house. Weasels have attacked people. Weasels are crazy. They'll do anything. Well, they only attack people if they feel threatened. So the people must threaten. I I don't know, because I don't know about weasels, and you're the one with the facts, but I swear I've heard people talk about weasels just sort of going off and going after someone, and it just... Only if it's a rabid weasel. Yeah, I just, I, I always got the impression there was a fair amount of crazy to weasels. No, not always. Okay. 
they steal their victims' homes to make their own. We weasels don't burrow, but make their dens in the tunnels of the vanquished, lined with their victims' fur, and lined with their victims' fur. Sorry. <clears throat> the first litters of four to six kits appear in April, and as they become sexually mature, at three months, these may call breed. These may themselves. What? These may themselves breed in the summer. I think that person wrote it wrong, but we're just gonna say it as we did. Okay. Oh. It's been calculated that a single female could thus theoretically be responsible for the birth of more than 500 weasels in one year. However, mortality is high. The long mouse is predated by foxes and owls in, wild, in, in the wild. Few seem to survive more than one year. <laughs> that makes a certain amount of sense. Although... Okay, so they say kill a mouse, right? Uh, Line the mouse's home with the mouse's own fur and live there. So they're like nature's serial killers? Because that's what serial killers do. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of like nature's serial that's killers. That's pretty fun. That's pretty funky. That is beyond creepy. Where does Pop goes the weasel not weasels. The, that puzzling nursery run, Pop Goes the Weasel, isn't actually about a weasel. It's believed to be about a coat. The theory goes that it alludes to the pawning Pop of a coat. Weasel and stoat running in slang to raise cash for the Eagle Tavern. Another theory goes that it has origins in the repetitive, repetitive? repetitive repetitive pop of the weaver's weasel at a wheel a wheel med that measured off yarn. Wow. I, I'm I'm sorry to have gone silent for there so long, and that silence won't be there when the the episode is edited, but I, it took me a minute to process all that. So, Pop Goes the Weasel, not about weasels. I, I, I never knew that. Now you know. That's why it's so important that we have Krista's Weird Facts. It is. Thank you, Krista. Mm-hmm. I have one more fact for you guys, because it's my fifth fact. Okay. Cool. We're listening. Let's go. <clears throat> fact number five. They're totally harmless to people. A myth persists that weasels hunt in packs and will even attack humans. One farm laborer reportedly had to ward off, ward off a swarm with his cart with. In fact, they're solitary assassins. Although sometimes mothers chaperone their offspring on terraining forays. Is that the fact? So, the thing I just talked about, weasels attacking people, apparently doesn't happen. 
In fact, the people attack the weasels. Well, they're just like, eh, get out. Well, not really attack them. They just shoot them. Away. But yeah. Weird. Weird? Is that all you have to say? Well, I was gonna <laughs> give you your props. Thank you, Mom. Oh, it's the SpongeBob thing. Yeah, that's awful, isn't it? I guess it's something, she's watching something about pole dancing and inflatable costumes. <laughs> no, just no. People do it on TikTok every day, it's funny. <laughs> Not in the dinosaur costume. Yeah. Oh. Oh, good. Are you okay, honey? As okay as I'm gonna be. All right. Krista! Those were amazing facts. Yes, they were. Um, and Chris has learned about the stoat inadvertently. Well, there you go. Stoat! All righty. So, I guess that means I get to take over this botcha lagoo. No! Mostly. Well, lead. Lead. I mean, I'm not saying you guys can't talk. I prefer it when you talk. It just... Sarah Winchester was a woman in charge of building the Winchester Mystery House. Now, she was born Sarah Lockwood Party, P-A-R-D-E-E, in New Haven, Connecticut. Her father was a very successful carriage manufacturer, and her mom was beloved in the upper echelons of New Haven society. He made all the party carriages. Uh, her mom was what would we call the, today a socialite, and that was a great pun, dear. Okay. I'm not that a big pun fan of puns. Disappointed pun. me. But, uh, I could tell. But, I could tell you were disappointed, Kristen. So now she had six siblings because apparently the family hadn't heard of birth control. Uh, pretty sure it hadn't been created yet. I'm sure they had the rhythm method, if nothing else. They're rich. Why would you need that? Fair enough. Anyway, so Sarah learned four languages as a child. And in the mid-1800s, uh, she was eventually admitted to the Young Ladies Collegiate Institute at Yale College. Because at this time, women, it was considered a waste for them to go to an actual college. So, this was as close to a college as she was ever going to get. Because back around this time, like, if a woman's husband died and he had property, he couldn't leave the property a lot of times to his wife. Because what would a woman know about, you know, running property? But apparently that issue didn't continue for very long because of how the story goes. Right, but I'm just saying it was it was a thing for a while. Yeah. Now, also in the 1800s, it was always about girls marrying well because well they couldn't have a job. Why would they? Why would you let them do that? Even though, like your mom here is super special at her job. But, uh, so, anyway, 
Sarah's parents found her a bow that would take care of her for life. They introduced and engaged her to... Let's try that again. They introduced and engaged her to William Wirt Winchester. And I can't imagine his dad liked his son very much because Wirt is W-I-R-T. That's dirt with the D removed and a W put in its place. Like, I swear, dad had to look at him and said, nope, this is a dirty kid. And mom's like, you can't call him that. Fine, his middle name is Wirt. We don't discriminate on middle names here. Please stop. <laughs> we do when the name is Wirt. No, we don't! They didn't name him Dirt! Maybe it was a family name. Exactly! You're just making things up now. Go on, dude. Now, William Wirt Winchester was the only son of firearms manufacturer Oliver Winchester, and heir to the Winchester Repeating Arms Company. Now, the company had made quite a name for itself as a manufacturer of what they called repeater rifles, uh, which meant guns you could fire multiple times without reloading. In fact, the 1873 model in particular was quite popular with settlers and frontiersmen and used widely during the American Indian War. Cool. Sarah and William Wirt were wed in 1862. And William Wirt spent the next four years working alongside his father, doing accounting for the company, and Sarah eventually gave birth to their first child, Annie Pardee Winchester, P-A-R-D-E-E, -E. in order to preserve her family name or something. I don't, I don't get naming a child the yeah, middle I don't name. Know how that works? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. So, 40 days later, Annie died of marasmus, a rare condition where the body suffers malnutrition from an inability to metabolize proteins. Now, yeah, now apparently um, it's treatable today, but it, it, it wasn't back in the day. Of course not. Right. But yeah, I, I was forced to look because I'd never heard of it. Yeah, I think uh, I had a cousin or something growing up that had it. But anyway, I digress. But yeah, so hey, now in 1880, Oliver died, leaving everything to William. Then just a later, William passed from tuberculosis, leaving everything to Sarah. Sarah, suddenly, Sarah was in control of a $20 million fortune, which would be about $500 million in 2019 dollars, and that was four years ago. Right. And her stake in the company, she didn't have a job, just her stake in the company uh, gave her an income of $1,000 a day. That would be like $26,000 a day in 2019. So, in other words, she had money coming in faster than she could ever hope to spend it. Yes. But it, it was a problem for her because she had 
for a while been becoming more and more uncomfortable with the idea that her fortune, she felt it was bathed in blood. And now she's not only the controller of the company uh, or the owner of the company and she won't take a seat on the board or anything else. Uh, so, yeah, she she considered her fortune blood money. So she searched for what to do. She and and. Uh, now, spiritualism was quite popular in the late 19th century. In fact, we will discuss a, uh, a, a, a spiritualist out of Kansas City, uh, not on this episode, on another episode, but yeah, that we will talk about some of that. But spiritualism was quite popular in the 19th century. So uh, she goes to see a Boston medium because I guess a large wasn't available. I don't know. Um, <laughs> who confirmed that the souls of all those killed with Winchester rifles were crying out for vengeance. Not something you want to hear. You know, you go to any professional. But, you know, I, I've just I've had all these deaths and all of this. Oh, yeah, well, it's because, you know, the company that you own, they've yeah, their weapons have killed a lot of people, and all those souls, well, they want your blood. It, not something I'd want to hear, and not something I would find comforting to any degree. Oh, shoot, time to close down my business. <laughs> Hard to do when that's bringing you, think about it, Krista, $26,000 a day. What, what would you do with $26,000 a day? And could, you, on useless. and could you really stop taking it knowing that people were using the guns you were making to kill each other? $26,000 a day does a lot to soothe the conscience. I'm just saying. And that's not even counting the $20 million fortune she has on top of that. I just don't think it's worth it. I hope you always feel that way, my child. $26,000, yeah, it's a lot, but at the same time, people don't deserve that. So, uh, this, the spiritualist told her the only way to appease the spirits was to build a home for these lost souls. Now, from here, the story gets convoluted. Uh, Sarah, Sarah moved to the Bayside city of San Juan, California. She began to build her home, and on the advice of the medium, and other spiritualists, she can continue to consult. Don't you mean San Jose? Didn't I say San? Oh, I said San Juan. Yeah, I meant San Jose. Sorry. Uh, she continued to build and change and remodel her home in order to keep the spirits at bay. She would regularly conduct seances, and then they, when they were finished, she would go to the workmen with her new plans. She added several unusual touches to the to the house to confuse the spirits uh, from stairs that ended abruptly to windows that opened on interior rooms to doors that opened several stories up without any connection to the ground. Uh, Sarah eventually bought a houseboat named Sarah's Ark, probably because it was quite the thing for socialites to do in California around that time. Although some claim that 
she had her her spiritualist had convinced her that another flood was coming. Uh, most people don't believe that, and I'm going to say I don't either. Fair enough. Sarah died peacefully in her sleep in 1922. Now, they finished whatever they were working on at that point. The, the workmen didn't just put down their hammers and say, well, we're done. They finished it all up. The last things that she had instructed, they finished up. So really, the house wasn't quite done until 1923. Uh, but the house was inherited by her secretary and her niece, who sold the house at auction. And at some point, the people who own it began to convert it into kind of a a, a hotel kind of thing where you could rent a room in this place. And then uh, once the, the legend of how haunted it was um, it started to come around... Um, yeah, once I started, then it, they they began to use it for more like ghost hunting kind of things and ghost walks and various uh, tours like that. And it is still someplace you can go visit to this day. In fact, do you know? Do you remember Marissa from the cons in California we used to go to? We love Marissa. Yes. Yeah, I Marissa love. Marissa. Used to be Marissa Garcia. Yes, now she's Marisa, Marissa Alton, because yeah, she's married. that's right. Uh, but anyway, Marissa goes all the time. In fact, when I posted the picture of part of the house to, to see if people could guess the topic, her response was, ooh, she wouldn't say the topic, but she knew it. And I asked her, I was like, don't you live not too far from there? About an hour away, we go all the time. <laughs> now, before... You, Marissa! <laughs> now, I'm going to take a moment for a word from our sponsors, but before I do that... Yes, before you do, we have some... We have... Your mom and I went to... Uh, your mom, this past weekend, went to an event called Conflation. <laughs> yes. Uh, which was sort of an, an adult science fiction con and gaming con. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so before she went, she got the oil changed at a place called Take Five Lube and Oil. And let me tell you, it was amazing. Like, wonderfully, wonderfully awesome. They, they took... Excellent customer service. Oh, the guy met us in the, in the parking lot, which your mom was going to just drive over him or around him. I or something. was not! That? There was a car parked waiting to go in, and you decided that you were going to go around I did him. Not. <laughs> He's it, making me sound really bad. That is totally not true. Anyway, guy comes over, super nice, and at first we have like a five dollar off coupon or something that yeah, they, that they hooked us up. They doubled that up. Yeah, so we go in, and they're doing the, the, the oil change, and that guy is like, hey, we've got a different promotion. This is $10 off. Would you like that? And we're like, absolutely. Sure, sure give it yeah, give it here. And so, and I mean, they, they, they did the, they changed the oil, they checked the fluids. It was fast, fast, fast. 
And everybody, everybody on their team was just so nice. Super nice. And so, so personable. Absolutely. We we worked with uh, Summer there and was it, I want to say it was like Austin or. Might have been. I, I think it was like Austin or Aaron. But I can't speak to all of the Take 5 oil changes, but I can say. That the one at 731 Southwest US 40 Highway in Blue Springs, Missouri, they took care of us. So, if you are one of our local listeners, you should definitely go check them out if you need your oil changed. Absolutely. And with that, we're going to take a moment for a word from our sponsors. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, honey. Yes? I feel sponsored. Yay. And I got the cat on the parrot now. Awesome. Oh. I wanted that. All right. So let's talk about the house. The house began as a farmhouse that grew into a seven-story mansion. Its construction was guided by Sarah and her mediums and spiritualists. The house was over, has over 160 rooms and had forced air central heating and hot running water, both unusual for such, early, uh, such homes built so early in American history. It was top of the line as far as modern conveniences for its time. And it contains stairs that switch back on themselves, others that simply end, some that go in kind of a circle. Like there's a way off of it, but basically it takes you back around to the stairs you walked up. Uh, so, yeah, it's it, it just a lot of. Uh, there's windows that open up on interior rooms, doors, as I said, that open up to the outside several stories up with no stairs or ladders to descend, which is not the first house I've heard of with that happening. My friends, many, many years ago, rented a house on Harding here in Kansas City, and it was like a six-bedroom house, and it was a bunch of college guys renting this house and they basically used it to party in. But one of the things they had was an, a door in their upstairs didn't have that. If you opened it, walked out, you were going to fall about three stories. Yep. Oh, I've yeah, seen that a couple of places where it's like there was maybe an old staircase that was there and then it's fallen and they just never replaced it or. They were planning on adding something on. They put the door in, then didn't do the add-in. There's all kinds of reasons for that kind of stuff. Well, in this house's particular case, uh, I happen to know that the owner was in the middle of renovating it, and then there was some problem. He realized that, like, 
because it also has a set of stairs that just ends. Uh, and because there was no way he could get the stairs to go where he wanted them to go gotcha. uh, it, without, like, destroying a major portion of the house, he decided not to do it. Right. So those are all, like, actual reasons. But the as I understand it, in the Winchester house, Sarah actually wanted those things that way. Yes, uh, because... <sighs> In her, in the time period, like, if you go back a ways, ghosts and, like, vampires and stuff, there there was an easy way to trick them. Like, if you were being followed by a witch, one of the things was throw rice all over your porch, and for some reason, they would have to stop and count every grain, and if it became daylight, they would have to leave. They couldn't bug you. And so it's like that. It's like, or they would bury people suspected of being vampires upside down so they couldn't climb to the surface. So it's all this sort of tricksy stuff. And so she felt like, and her spiritualists felt like, as confusing as it was, it would keep the malevolent entities from getting to her or anybody else. Uh, now, let's see. Uh, I, all right. Now, people visiting the house have uh, talked about a feeling of being watched and followed, while some claim the place has a spiritual feel, like a church. Uh, others, they claim they, they feel the house is home to something angry and threatening. Uh, our friend Veronica Hernandez claimed that when she was went there, she could feel the spirit energy, and for the most part, it felt peaceful, though she occasionally felt malevolent entities. Uh, luxury fixtures adorn the mansion, including parquet flooring, which is that sort of cross-hatched wood look, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which I never knew that's what parquet flooring was, but, you know... Um, crystal chandeliers, gilded doors, and stained glass windows designed by Louis Comfort Tiffany, uh, the chief designer for Tiffany and Company. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, I should say there is a common belief that ghosts and other night creatures are easily confused. For example, one way to stop a witch, like I was talking about back in the Middle Ages, was to pour rice on your porch. Uh, yeah, so... This sort of confusing construction fits that theory. Gotcha. Uh, and there may be some truth to that because construction and renovation seem to stir up spirits. So might such a jumble of rooms confuse and confound them as well? Anything possible. Uh, let's round the section out with some facts about the house itself. It's 24,000 square feet. Ten, it has 10,000 windows, 2,000 doors, 160 rooms, 52 skylights, 47 stairways and fireplaces, 17 chimneys, 13 bathrooms, 6 kitchens. It should also be noted that we are just in time, uh, as this year they are celebrating 100 years of mystery the house was completed in 1923, and it is now 2023. So, like I said, we're just in time. Absolutely. Excellent, excellent. 
And then uh, let's talk about hauntings. Uh, there's a lot of hauntings in this place, and I'm not going to cover them all. Uh, I, I'm just going to give you kind of a brief overview uh, of some of the more identifiable hauntings. Uh, one of the hauntings is a guy they call Wheelbarrow Man. Uh, he's seen in the Grand Ballroom. And in the basement, hauling a wheelbarrow full of ash or charcoal, uh, nobody seems to know which, uh, this appears to be a residual haunting, as he never reacts to the living around him, and it's always the same thing. It's always yeah. him hauling this wheelbarrow. So, you know, bit of the stone tape theory there. Uh, also, a worker named Clyde is often seen as a full-bodied apparition working around the estate. Again, another residual haunting. Um, meanwhile, the staff reports the sound of footsteps in places where no living worker is, gentle tugs on shirts and skirts when no one is around, voices have been heard speaking in various parts of the mansion, uh, voices with no living person to give utterance to them, uh, many guests will report full-bodied apparitions, tugs on clothes, voices, and orbs. Uh, the place... And this leads me to think that it may well be haunted by the ghosts of those killed with Winchester rifles. Is also home to various shadow people seen all over the mansion. Fair enough. So, very haunted. And I wish I'd had more time to talk with uh, Marissa Garcia, because it, I, she said she has some stories about things she's encountered there. Right. Uh. Now, let's talk uh, TV and the movies. Uh, the Winchester Mystery House has appeared on such ghost investigation shows as Sightings, Ghost Hunters, and Ghost Adventures, and was even the subject of a movie called Winchester, starring Helen Mirren. Not a great movie, but memorable to me because I saw it with my lady. Uh, it also was the... Loose basis for the Stephen King book and miniseries Rose Red. Right. Basing um, the main character that had built the Rose Red house, Ellen Rimbar, on a slight similarity to Sarah Winchester. Sarah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's 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 well documented and it's been used for quite a bit. And that's our show. Um hope you enjoyed it. Thanks to Veronica Fernandez and uh Marisa Alton for telling me their experiences in the place or all that they could. Uh thanks to Bill Barrent who does our theme music. Uh if you need music for a project, Bill's your guy. You can reach him at Bill Barrent, and that last name is spelled B-E-H-R-E-N-D-T, at sbcglobal.net. Uh, also, thanks to Paige Elmore of Reverie True Crime, who, along with our own Krista, does a lot of our logo art. Thank you, Paige. Thank you, Paige. Thanks to Aaron Ganerk of the Big Dumb Fun Show, who continues to promote us locally. Thanks, Aaron. Join us next week as we go full true crime and history as we investigate the great train robber. Bye! Bye!
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.